And we're going to talk about a, another great organization called No Stone Left Alone. We're joined by Maureen Bianchi Purvis, the founder, president, and chair, and Randall Purvis, the vice chair and treasurer. Uh, both of you, thank you for joining me this morning. How are you on this Saturday? Good morning. We're very well. And happy, happy Remembrance Day. Yes, indeed. An important, important day. Why don't you tell us about No Stone Left Alone? I uh, featured on Global News at 10 a.m. today. So what is this organization? No Stone Left Alone started in 2011, and it started based on a promise. Um, Maureen's mom sadly passed away when she was very young, and one of the last conversations she had with her mother, her mother said, don't forget me on Armistice Day. So Maureen was very young, and she would go to the cemetery here in Edmonton, Alberta, Beachmont Cemetery, and she would place a poppy on her mother's headstone. Fast forward to many, many years, I we met and we had children of our own. And we were there placing poppies on her, both her parents' uh, headstones. Her father had since died. And our youngest daughter said, why don't all the uh, headstones and why don't all the soldiers have a poppy? So the first year we uh, said, well, why don't we just do that? So we had two schools come out and about 70 soldiers, as I recall. And we placed 4,300 uh, poppies on headstones here in Edmonton. And since that time, we've placed about 500,000 poppies on headstones in Canada, the uh, United States, and in Europe. Oh, my goodness. So what started as a personal story in Edmonton has grown into a grassroots movement across the country and indeed far beyond our borders. That's amazing. Um, yeah. how, I've, I've always found that one of the toughest things to do is to get schools on board for, for, for anything. You know, trying to, trying to, to, to turn that ship can be very difficult. What was that conversation like, those early conversations with, with schools to get them to adopt this as a protocol? I was very lucky in the beginning to um, be able to reach out to the Minister of Education who was at a similar event I was at, and I relayed sort of the idea of what I had, and he said, okay, I'll connect you with two schools. And I was extremely fortunate that the first school I connected with, um, the, the educator, the teacher was extremely um, involved with remembrance. Her, her husband served, and so she came on like gangbusters. She had three schools come. She had them knowing exactly what this program was about. And from there, the importance really stems with those educators. They love this program. They've always had choices of what to do. You know, it's sort of mandatory to do something mm. for Remembrance Day in Canada. And they always had a list of activities and things, but they had nothing where the children actually had involvement where they could actually get out of their classrooms, go right to the cemeteries, read the name on the headstone and be able to research who that person was in our community, what they did. And they came home and served and became a fire chief or raised their family or whatever they chose to do. Um, it just was a very different program for our educators. So we're really big fans of our educators across the country because if they get it, <laughs> they really, really push it to the children. Well, that, and that's great to hear. It's also really interesting when I hear of grassroots uh, movements that start due to a very personal story. And Maureen's, it doesn't get more personal than yours. All right. It's really interesting to hear how it grows and what it means to people years later. Talk to me. Have you, have you ever heard from people who adopt this? And they might not know your story, Maureen, but you, you hear why they want to do this. Have you heard about how the, the purpose has morphed and it's become something 
personal for other people? Well, we have many examples of that. We have um, each ceremony is a little bit different. So they'll have some inspired leader, uh, even a Cub, Cub Scout group mm. or um, some leader has some, uh, you know, some affiliation with the armed forces or affiliation with remembrance. And that person takes that leadership, has a small ceremony in small town Ontario or small town Quebec, um, and they they are the inspiration from it. And one of the things that we should really mention is that every student that goes to the cemetery, we ask the children to write a reflection letter. And the reflection letter, and we have thousands of them, tell the letters tell us that the children have a moment that's different than anything else they've experienced. They say things like, um, Remembrance Day was used to be a holiday. I was at the mall. Yeah. Or, or I now understand Remembrance. I never really knew what it was too far removed from this generation. And, you know, most of us have a relative, um, if we go back in our history, that has served in Canada, especially. And so for the kids, um, this is my train well, of thought. Here, the, kids, <laughs> the kids have a moment of reflection and they right. really get it. And when they're if they're lucky, they've never been to a cemetery. So they're, mm -hmm. they see this headstone and it becomes a person. Mm. And it's a, it's real. It's a father, it's an aunt, an uncle, or a brother, or a sister. And it, it's it's emotional from them. And uh, teachers have said to us, and it's a bit long, I'll try and make it short. They come to the cemetery in a bus, and they're jovial, they're joking and joking. And then they do a field it, trip. Yeah. yeah. Then they're doing our ceremony. And on the way home, they're very quiet. Very yeah. quiet. Thoughtful. They've had an experience that may, we hope, uh, give them a different uh, view of how the Canadian Armed Forces has given us the freedoms we have and how mm -hmm. they can respect them. Well, I'm talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go on, Maureen. Sorry, Ben. They'll actually say, you know, I went home last night and the letters will say I, I sat outside and looked at the driveway waiting for my dad to come home. And now understanding that a lot of those dads didn't come home. Mm. Right. Moments like that. Or they'll say, I thought, you know, heroes only wore capes. But now I have a different appreciation for our Canadian Armed Forces. And out of their mouths, like we've always said, we have the gold of the youth's voice across this country. And every single person that reads those letters is touched. You, We sit around the office and read them and there's tears. Their, their drawings are powerful. And so we just know that that's how we gauge our, the success of our mission is through the words of those children. Maureen, I want, I want to thank Maureen Bianchini Purvis and Randall Purvis from No Stone Left Alone. Uh, today at 10 a.m., No Stone Left Alone will be featured on Global News, and you'll be able to learn more about them and what they're doing across the country. It's going to be fantastic. And to the both of you, I want to thank you because in listening to you, it, it occurs to me that you're, you're achieving something that very few organizations do, which is finding a cultural touchstone that the entire country can agree upon. And it's very, very difficult in this day and age for us all to come together as Canadians and agree on one thing. And you have found a way to do that. And I thank you so very much. Oh, thank you. That was beautifully said. Thank you so much. Well have, done. And thank you. Have a wonderful Remembrance Day. All the best to you and yours.